Hi moms, if you're looking to sell your engagement jewelry, Worthy is the perfect option. With over 45,000 satisfied customers, Worthy is the most trusted name in the business. Would I bring you anything less? Worthy offers competitive auctions and gets you the best deal possible on your jewelry. Plus, I've connected with Worthy on a special bonus offer for the Moms Moving On community. A $100 Amazon gift card when your jewelry sells for over $1,500. Ready to move on from that engagement ring? Get started today at worthy.com slash moms. That's worthy.com slash moms for the special bonus offer. This week on Moms Moving On. I don't think women realize their strengths. And I mean, think about it. We carry and bear children. I mean, we go through the whole birthing process. I mean, that is power. Uh, women are multitasking every day jobs, carpools, you know, their schedules, their their spouse or ex-spouse's schedules, you know, that's a talent. And that takes a lot of power to do that. And women just don't realize all the wonderful gifts that they have. I think divorce is the perfect opportunity for them to uncover it. Absolutely. And they can really see what they're made of. Life moves on, so why shouldn't we? This is Michelle Dempsey-Moltak, your host of Moms Moving On, navigating divorce, co-parenting, single motherhood, and moving on. Welcome back to another Moms Moving On. I'm so happy you're here with me today. Today, I'm going to be speaking with Alyssa Panitz. She's a divorce journalist, content producer at the National Association of Divorce Professionals, and host of the Divorce Hour with Alyssa Panitz on CRN Digital Talk Radio. Alyssa, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. I'm I'm glad we're doing this. I feel like it's a long time in the making. Our names have been... <laughs> crossing paths for quite a while now. They have. So you are, you know, covering, you're a journalist, you're a divorce journalist. I mean, that's how I would label you. All of your articles yes. cover divorce. And um, I know that this was a big leap for you career-wise because you went from covering celebrities to this. So I just want to hear a little bit about your background because <laughs> that sounds really interesting. So when I started out, on journalism, I actually started covering news, like the heartbreaking news. And then it was a colleague of mine who had suggested I cover entertainment. It was more my quote personality. And so I spent 20 years on the red carpet covering celebrities, sitting down with them in their homes, producing photo shoots in their homes. So why the switch to divorce? Well, in 2018, I filed for a divorce from my now ex-husband, and I was as naive as naive gets. I just thought you just hire an attorney, you sit down, and you, know, you just decide where everything goes. And au contraire, I couldn't have been more wrong. Um, my divorce turned into, I call it, a living nightmare. Uh, I was making, I didn't know, the first thing I was doing, I hired the wrong attorneys for my situation. I didn't understand why everybody said it's about the money. Um, I just, I just kept drowning in all this stuff. And I went to Google because I had to research all these different things that were coming at me and that became overwhelming. And then I turned to the industry where I had been working for so many years and I had noticed no matter how many times I was watching TV, listening to the radio, going on to different 
websites that there were no divorce journalists. Yet we had journalistic correspondence for things such as transportation, education, shopping, working out, lifestyle, but there was not one person covering divorce. So when the pandemic hit and I lost my job and everybody was working from home and reinventing themselves if they too lost a, uh, a job and divorce, as you know, is all about reinvention. It, there were just too many signs. And I yeah. said, I was going to start something and fill a void my industry overlooked. Yeah. Good for you. That's amazing. Which, um, which outlets were you writing for at that time? I really was only writing for one and that was just through somebody I knew at authority magazine. And I just reached out to them and I said, I'm in between jobs. I'm going through this horrific divorce. And of course, I don't know if you got the same thing. I'm so sorry. And I said, don't be sorry. I said, I need somebody who has got the technology behind it to help me launch something I want to launch. And I, the common response is great. We'll do, we'll do a whole celebrity thing. I said, no, I'm a divorce journalist. It just kind of came out. Yeah. I, I wasn't even planning to say it. And I said, I want to start a column that can really help people. Journalists are communicators. I just want to communicate information and help people find all these amazing professionals they they don't know probably exist, such as you and so many others that I've gotten to meet along the way. And so I I, I, I tell people all the time, I'm not your lawyer. I am not your financial person. I am not your therapist. I am just your ways or your GPS. My job as a journalist is to guide you through this by interviewing all these fantastic professionals who can possibly help you on your path. I love that. I'm a, I'm a journalism major in undergrad. And so that's, I mean, eventually what led me to where I am now because writing was the thing. I just didn't know like where I was going with the writing. And then it like it clicked for you. It all clicked for me. So I, I want to go back to the fact that you said that 2018, you got divorced. It's so funny how divorce is so monumental, a change in a woman's life that it can also become her passion and her purpose. It happened for me. It happened for you. It's happened for so many women that we're connected to in the industry. How do you think becoming this divorce journalist has helped you navigate your own divorce better? Oh my God, it has helped me tremendously. I started it while I was in the middle of a divorce and it helped me get educated. And that was one thing I lacked. When I started putting it out there, I was doing this. Somebody said to me, you have to interview my client who's a divorce coach. I'm like, a what? Mm -hmm. I didn't even know what that was when I started. Then when I was interviewing like CPAs and financial experts, somebody said to me, you should interview my client. They're a CDFA. I'm like, a what? I didn't know what a CDFA was. I do now, Certified Divorce Financial Analyst, and their role and why they are important to have on your team. That was another word I didn't really understand, the importance of having a team. You can't put all the onus on just your attorney. That is a nasty bill you will get at the end of the month. Girl, I've been there. <laughs> And it's not their job to be your therapist. It's, it's, you know, it's their job to help you dissolve your marriage and hopefully get wherever you are, whether it's community property, state or affordable distribution, get you the best possible outcome for whatever uh, your situation may be. I didn't understand any of this. And um, I learned about parent coordinators. I learned about all the, I learned about 
what a narcissist was, which was hugely important um, in my situation. And it helped me understand so many different things. And then as I was going through it, I started making better decisions. I started learning uh, so many different things I didn't know in the beginning. And then I kind of just used all that to kind of pay it forward and help other people just through writing. And then the writing turned into the show, just caught the attention of uh, somebody in California. And everything I do is just what I've been doing all along, interviewing people and sharing that information. So what are some commonalities? Because you've in, I, I took a look, you've interviewed a lot of people at this point. What are some commonalities you find in today's day and age for women when it comes to divorce? I think the first thing most people think is I get the tears and my life is over. And I remember thinking the same thing. I was paralyzed with fear. So much so there were days I couldn't even get up off my closet floor. I would just, I was, I had in my, my former home, this big walk-in closet, and I would just close the door and lay up in a ball, scared, petrified. And one thing that I love about the work you do and so many others is that this is a, t- a time to take back your power. And yeah. this is a time to see what you're really made of. And I get, I get teary just talking about it. I kept thinking, how am I going to take care of my kids? How am I going to do this by myself? And my mom has this saying, 24 hours to mourn, and then bam, to something. And this became my something. And I don't think women realize their strength. And yeah. I mean, think about it. We, we, we carry and bear children. I mean, uh, we, go through, we go through the whole birthing process. I mean, that is power. Uh, women are multitasking every day. Jobs carpools, you know, their schedules, their, their spouse or ex-spouse's schedules, you know, that's a talent. And that takes a lot of power to do that. And women just don't realize all the wonderful gifts that they have. I think divorce is the perfect opportunity for them to uncover it. Absolutely. They can really see what they're made of. And I am such a big supporter of women I think you see from the columns, I've, I've had the great honor of featuring you. I love, love, love spotlighting women because I want others to learn from these other people and the great things that they have done and know that they can do the same. Absolutely. And I do think, you know, and I've been saying it for years in my practice and through my work, it was the mommy outlets and publications years ago that asked me to come and start covering divorce and writing about my experience and what it meant to be a mom with a little kid going through divorce. There were no dads doing that and and no no male publications reaching out to me asking for that. And then as I started my practice, it was women seeking the help and women buying my book and women, women, women following me. And it's really amazing how women can evolve through divorce. Whereas for men, it's almost like, we're not going to stop and ask for help. It's like why they don't ask for directions, right? Like, you know, we're, we're just going to carry on with life. Like we're fine, but women really make the effort to do the work. And it inspires me every day and keeps me going. You do have to do the work. And I'm so glad you said that. One of my closest friends is a therapist. And when I, when I called them and I was crying and again, like I told you, feeling sad and broken and just paralyzed with fear, the, the best advice they gave me was you're going to have to do the work, but you will do this and you Mm -hmm. will learn what you're made of. And I learned that, uh, through this whole journey, no matter how many times 
somebody tried to break me, no matter how many times I thought the system failed me, I said to myself, I'm a New Yorker. I started in news. Like, Doing and producing live shots from areas you wouldn't send your worst enemy to because, again, we you know, we had to produce news uh, from wherever it was. And I'm tough. I'm titanium. I could take this. So knock me down, but um, I will get up. And I found that not only talking to a therapist was helpful doing that, but music. I found when I really listened to the lyrics so much of the music I listened to had many positive affirmations. And I found one song that just always gave me that power. And I listened every day. I listened to it three times a day. Kelly Clarkson's Stronger. Uh I like screamed to her, like, call me. This is like, this became, this became my mantra. And, um, and I think women can, I think if you do the work and you're determined to say, I want a different life, I am allowed, I'm entitled to have a different life. Mm -hmm. Here's what I want it to look like. Uh, People can do it. Somebody taught me early on, take a blank piece of paper, grab a couple of crayons or markers, whatever's nearby, and just stare at that piece of blank paper. And I said, why? That's your life right now. But now start grabbing all the crayons and the markers and start putting, you know, those to paper of how you want your life to be. And that's what divorce is. It's a great, great uh, canvas for us to start over and to decide how we want it to look. And my life is so different than before I filed. But I think those who know me so well have said they've never seen me happier um, on this path. And yes, a lot has changed, but sometimes change could be good. And I, I think there's two people in this, two types of people in this world. There's the people who become a victim of their circumstances and the people who become the victor. And it takes a lot of chutzpah, for lack of a better term, to be that victor. But once you have a taste of what it feels like to turn your own lemons into lemonade, like there's no going back from that. At there's all. not. There's not. And and one thing I learned from covering the celebrities for probably close to 20 years is they all had a story. They all have had to overcome some sort of challenge or obstacle in their life. And when I got to know them and and they really got uh, intimate with me and sharing some of these things and the things that they went through, you realize that with with determination like they have, they got through it. They persevered. And now I got to sit down with them and celebrate. Maybe it was a new book or, or a new album, a new TV series. And it made the, vic- the victory of, of where they were in that moment that much sweeter. And it's the same thing with, with divorce. It is heartbreaking when anybody has to end a marriage. Because we all go into it thinking this is our forever person. We're going to build this great life. We all go in with the whole fairy tale uh, way of thinking. And then sometimes it just doesn't work out that way. But again, as my mom says, 24 hours to mourn. And then you have to decide how you want the next part of your life to look like. And life's not a dress rehearsal. So why waste it on all these tears? Use it to do something where you can, I use the hashtag all the time, build back better. And I've even taught my own kids that we can take something that was so bad and make something so wonderful. And hopefully this, this wonderful platform that I've been trying to create in, in the world of journalism is helping a lot of people. And those people hopefully can find you, 
find your book and other wonderful professionals that are out there who can really help them through a difficult time. Yeah, absolutely. They're calling it the Bible for all divorcing moms. I can't believe it, but that's what they've said about my book, Moms Moving On, Real Life Advice on Conquering Divorce, Co-Parenting Through Conflict, and Becoming Your Best Self. Moms Moving On is filled with practical, actionable, and empowering advice from someone who's been through it and come out on the other side, me. Through inspirational stories, rituals, journal prompts, and my guidance, you'll learn how to navigate your divorce with confidence, adjust to life as a single mom, shift your perspective to find your way back to your best self, and create the life you truly deserve. It's available in paperback, hardcover, audiobook, and Kindle. So go get my book. I promise you won't regret it. You have children. So how old were your children when you got separated? Um, let's think, um, I filed in February, 2018. So that's five years ago. So about, um, 11 and, uh, eight ish. Okay. So how was that shift into co-parenting for you? I don't co-parent. I really solo parent and I just try to do the best job I can in the situation that has been presented for me. And I just, I just try to make right decisions for my children and navigate uh, the best way I know how. Interesting. So you are a hundred percent with your kids. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, they are very lucky to have you. Thanks. And how have you found your, how is your shift into single motherhood? I mean, obviously professionally you found your stride and, and you knew what you were doing there, but sometimes underneath the surface, it can be a little bit harder. How how would you describe your shift into single motherhood? Really difficult. Yeah. Really difficult um, for a lot of reasons. Professionally, I was trying to maintain my career. I was running a celebrity magazine. So there was a lot of demands there. Then it was trying to stay afloat and keep your composure in town. Because when you live in a small town, everybody talks. Mm. Uh, so how to put on a brave face, how to learn how to kind of be there for everything and everyone. And also uh, divorce, especially a contentious one, which unfortunately was was what I faced. It, it became my life. I called it the 25-day job, 25 hours a day, eight days a week. It was consuming my life. Wow. And trying to fit, trying to, you know, navigate uh, through all that. And I don't think I really had a personal life at first. Um, I think that became very difficult. I think I had to put all that on hold and then how to find friends that became my biggest challenge. Who's divorced? Nobody who's married probably wanted to be associated with me because then it's like, if you are invited out to dinner, everybody's going to want to talk about your divorce. You do not. And then everyone feels you have to make an odd number in terms of a reservation. And everybody kind of feels weird uh, about your situation and being around you. So I didn't, I didn't have a place for myself with anything. Um, it took me a little while to find my balance with it all. But one day you just turn a corner and you sort of find your groove and you get on that path that we discussed earlier. 
And all of a sudden you're kind of like, all right, I, I got this. This is good. It's weird, right? I, you wake up one day, like you're, it's so hard and life sucks and you're miserable. And then you wake up one day and you're like, oh, I feel okay today. I'm going to run with that. Yeah. I remember uh, an exercise, a therapist I was once working with taught me, and it was how to look at yourself in the mirror. And instead of the puffy eyes and and all the tears and thinking I looked ugly because that was the way I felt about the situation, I was all of a sudden trying to find the beauty in myself and in my situation and finding three things to be grateful for. And she would make me write down three things every day. And it would always start with everybody's healthy and I have a job and I have a roof over my head. And sometimes it would be the same three things, but all of a sudden those things started to make me feel a little bit better about my situation. And looking back now from where I started to where I am today, now almost five years later, I actually started crying tears of joy because I was really proud of myself of what I've been able to overcome and achieve. And I can't tell you I do it perfect every day. And I can't tell you there's not challenges every day. But um, I see my kids surviving and thriving. I see that I'm trying to build something that's been helping a lot of people. And um, I can get one little email and that makes me feel great. And it was all worth it. I'm so glad I know that to hear sounds that. crazy. I know that sounds crazy. No, I think a lot of us can say, you know, once you come out on the other side, you realize in hindsight, you couldn't be where you are today without having had the divorce experience. You wouldn't have been able to realize your own power or strength or independence without having had the divorce experience. And you couldn't be as thoughtful or intentional as as a mother if you had not had the divorce experience. So that's the difference between a victim and a victor. When you have that victor mindset, you see all of this as a win and you see all of it as having been worth it. And I think it makes so much sense. It does. And sometimes you can take cues from your kids, which I know sounds really crazy, but I feel like my kids have taught me so much. So my younger daughter loved the days that she got to be line leader in school. It's like a big job. I you know. know I have an eight-year-old. So I know. <laughs> so it's all about being like. And I remember when she said to me, mommy, so the work you're doing, because I told her I was trying to start this in, in the world that, that I've been working in. And obviously my kids knew what I did. And she goes, so you're kind of like being the line leader. I said, yeah, I guess I am. And, you know, again, I get choked up because um, when I think of who my audience is, I always say it always started with my kids. And if my kids are proud of me, you know. What, what, what better compliment is that? Amen. Uh, yeah. I love that. Okay. So I have to just ask because I, I love celebrities, but um, any of the celebrities you covered in the past, did you get to cover again once their marriage hit the skids? Many of them. Yes. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. You know, a lot of times when I covered celebrities, they were first talking about the passing of a loved one. They were going through a divorce. A lot of them also had children that followed in their footsteps and um, sometimes found their own troubles and challenges. And after a while, when you get to know them, they build a trust with you. That's why your conversations can turn from, tell me about what it was like working with so-and-so, how exciting that we're here on the red carpet to 
some of the things that you know, you know about them, that they feel that they have confidence in you and trust in you, that they can tell you. And when you share with your readers or your listeners, you're going to tell it right. And it was incredible, some of the things that people talked about. I mean, I know Jane Fonda's trending in the news right now because her new movie uh, is out. But I remember interviewing her and she was talking about her divorce from Ted Turner. And, you know, when she was sharing that with us, I mean, it was Ted Turner, you know, founder of CNN. It was, uh, you know, kind of thing. Jane Fonda hurts too. Um, And I felt so honored that she trusted me with that. But again, she's another example of that hashtag built back better. She went on to have a fabulous popular uh, TV series with her longtime friend, Lily Tomlin. She's out with a new movie. She's always doing wonderful and amazing things. And she didn't let divorce or an age for that matter define her. And I hope people can take a cue from that, especially women. That's really cool. Yeah. Well, you have had quite the robust background and so many amazing experiences and you are lived experience. And I don't think there's anything better than that, um, especially for the people that you speak to and you reach every day. If you had one piece of advice, Alyssa, to give a woman just starting out on her divorce journey, what would it be? This is temporary. This is temporary. Everything is temporary. Very, very profound. Three very profound words. Alyssa, if anybody listening wants to hear more about you, get in touch with you, how can they find you? They can find me. uh, Social media is just my first and last name. uh, Alyssa Panitz, all one word, no space. We air new episodes of our show, The Divorce Hour with Alyssa Panitz, every week on CRN. We air Saturday and Sundays, and then we become a podcast, which is available on all major platforms. And just my website, just my first and last name. Like I said, divorce is complex. I like to keep it simple, so I just make everything my name. So it's easy, breezy, and consistent. Awesome. Love to hear it. For everybody listening, I suggest you check her out. Um, Give her a Google at least because her articles will come up and you will find them very helpful and very insightful. Great interviews, great professionals. And uh, and yeah, get in touch. Thank you everybody for being here. We'll see you next time on Moms Moving On. So you want to be a divorce coach, but the term divorce coach is a broad one because there is just so much you can cover in the world of moving on. Maybe you find yourself gravitating towards clients with high-conflict co-parents, or perhaps you have a knack for helping women pull themselves out of bed when they feel overwhelmed with single mom responsibilities. No matter your ideal client, the one thread that will unite them all is that they're moms, and moms need a different level of support when it comes to divorce coaching. With my Moving On Method, you'll not only learn how to best support a client through their divorce, you'll also learn how to help support them as they transition into their new role as co-parents and managing a coaching business. I'm Michelle Dempsey-Moltak, Certified Divorce and Co-Parenting Specialist, and I founded the Moving On Method after years of working with clients from all over the world and seeing them all struggle with the same issues. In this training, you'll learn my five principles for helping a client with their moving on process, along with how to make your practice successful. Visit momsmovingon.com today to apply for my program.
Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Moms Moving On. I hope you found today's episode to be helpful, inspiring, and give you the advice you need to feel empowered and strong as you move on. Don't forget to come say hi on Instagram at the Michelle Dempsey and drop us a line if there's a specific topic or subject you'd like us to discuss. Thanks. Stay strong.